0: September 8th, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 18. Now I, Paul, plead with you. I plead with the gentleness and kindness that Christ Himself would use. Even though some of you say, I am bold in my letters, but timid in person. I hope it won't be necessary, but when I come, I may have to be very bold and with those who think we act from purely human motives. We are human, but we don't wage war with human plans and methods. We use God's mighty weapons, not merely worldly weapons, to knock down the devil's strongholds. With these weapons, we break down every proud argument that keeps people from knowing God. With these weapons, we conquer their rebellious ideas, and we teach them to obey Christ and we will punish those who remained disobedient after the rest of you became loyal and obedient. The trouble with you is that you make your decisions on the basis of appearance. You must recognize that we belong to Christ just as much as those who proudly declare that they belong to Christ. I may seem to be boasting too much about the authority given to us by the Lord, but this authority is to build you up not to tear you down, and I will not be put to shame by having my work among you destroyed. Now this is not just an attempt to frighten you by my letters. For some say, don't worry about Paul. His letters are demanding and forceful, but in person he is weak, and his speeches are really bad. The ones who say this must realize that we will be just as demanding and forceful in person as we are in our letters. Oh, don't worry. I wouldn't dare say that I am as wonderful as these other men who tell you how important they are. But they are only comparing themselves with each other and measuring themselves by themselves. What foolishness! But we will not boast of authority we do not have. Our goal is to stay within the boundaries of God's plan for us, and this plan includes our working there with you. We are not going too far when we claim authority over you, for we were the first to travel all the way to you with the good news of Christ, nor do we claim credit for the work someone else has done. Instead, we hope that your faith will grow and that our work among you will be greatly enlarged. Then we will be able to go and preach the good news in other places that are far beyond you where no one else is working then there will be no question about being in someone else's territory. As the scriptures say, the person who wishes to boast should boast only of what the Lord has done. When people boast about themselves, it doesn't count for much. But when the Lord commends someone, that's different. Romans
1: 3.23 Sure, I have heard some very godly men say that if they had to lose the entire Bible and could pick only one passage, this is the passage they would hold. Because in this passage is found the very salvation of man. First of all, he says, for all have sinned. All have sinned. Why don't we tremble? why don't we know how terrible this is we don't know how much we've sinned in the same way a fish doesn't know how wet it is we were born in sin we were conceived in sin we were born in a fallen world of sin the only thing we've ever known is sin our society as scripture says drinks down iniquity like it was water you see here's something you need to understand hitler was not an anomaly hitler was what everyone in this room has the potential of being. And not only that, you need to understand, even in all the the wickedness of Hitler, Hitler was still restrained by the common grace of God. And you need to know this, that if it were not for the common grace of God, restraining you in your unconverted state, you would make Hitler look like a choir boy. What we do not understand is what Scripture teaches about men. Men are evil. You say, well, I don't agree. That's because you've grabbed enough of Christianity to stand, but you don't believe the Bible. Do you have to teach a child to lie? Do you have to teach a child to be self-centered? Do you have to teach a child to be brutal to other children? They learn that on their own. Set them free. Discipline them not and see what you have in 10 years. A monster. Why? Because what Scripture says is true and you hold your ears and you say, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to hear it. In the same way that a person dying of cancer is in denial and says to the doctor, I don't want to hear it, I don't want to hear it. That by cupping the hands over your ears, you close yourself off from any remedy. Why is sin so terrible? Because it's committed against God. Why don't we tremble? Because we don't know what that means. And why don't we know what that means? Because we do not know who God is. Such a glorious and blessed being. Imagine this for a moment, God stands there on the day of creation and He tells planets to put themselves in certain orbits in space and they all bow down and say Amen and obey Him. He tells stars to, to find their place in the sky and to follow his decree to the letter and they all bow down and obey him. He tells mountains to be lifted up and valleys to be cast down and they bow down and worship. He tells the brave sea, you will come to this point and you will come no further and the sea adores. And God tells you to come and you go, no, how wicked is our sin. Do you see? Dear people, we're always getting a one-sided story. I'm going to talk about the love of God tonight in a way possibly you've never known it. But in order for you to appreciate the love of God, you've got to understand something. His love is exalted in the same way the stars are exalted by a pitch black sky. Let me ask you a question, where did the stars go this afternoon? Did someone put them all in a basket and carry them away? How come when you looked up you didn't see them? Because there was so much light. You could not marvel at their beauty, you could not even see them. In the same way you cannot see the stars of God's grace and His love with so much light. When preachers tell you that men are so good, the only way to truly appreciate the love of God and the grace of God is to see the pitch dark blackness of man. And when you see the pitch dark blackness of your own heart and then you realize that God moved in love for you, it causes you to fall down on your knees with the greatest esteem and worship God.